Hey, Galaxy Defenders, it's Stephanie. And Sam. And you're listening to McCoo, an American podcast for McFly. In this podcast, we discuss McFly's music single by single and album by album. And if you like what you hear, you can rate and comment us on your favorite podcast streaming site. It may not seem like a lot, but it helps the podcast out so much. Today's episode is all about Five Colors in Her Hair, McFly's first single from their very first album, Room on the Third Floor. We are re-recording this episode, partially in honor of our two-year anniversary, but mostly because we didn't know what we were doing back then. (laughs) It's true. We have better equipment, and you can actually... Like, probably enjoy this a lot more right. than the other one. Yeah. We were looking back over all of the episodes we'd created in the last two years and thinking about how much we've grown and our equipment has gotten better and, you know, we've gotten better. And, like, you know, that first episode... Tanks. Yeah. It's no longer... Representation. Yeah. It's not representative. That's a good word. Of, like, what this podcast is. Right. We've changed a lot. Right. We don't even do some of those old segments anymore. So we are here with our original notes from back <laughs> in 2020 when we started this podcast to re-record and revisit that timeless classic, Five Colors. And if you don't know who we are, that's fine. I'm Stephanie. And welcome to Miko. <laughs> you said that already. <laughs> uh, tell us uh, more about yourself besides just your name. <laughs> Well, I'm Stephanie, and I am a cancer. <laughs> That's all she knows about herself. I have brain fog. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> anyway, I am Stephanie. <laughs> if you Wait, what's your name one more time? <laughs> it's Stephanie. or stuff whatever you want to call me it's fine i have been a fan of mcfly since 2006 2007 and what else do i do i am a big tv and movie nerd this is my only podcast and i love it so much and i have three dogs two cats i feel like i'm like at the beginning of like school tell us a fun (laughs) fact about yourself tell us one fun thing you did this summer (laughs) i uh what did i do this summer what did we do this summer i I don't don't know i can't remember i turned 28 so that was fun (laughs) (laughs) sam you introduce yourself (laughs) i'm sam and sometimes sam and um (laughs) Yeah, I've known Stephanie. We've been friends since we were just wee ones, since we were like nine years old. So more of our life than we haven't going on 20 years friendship over here. We've loved McFly for most of that time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think we mentioned this uh, previously in like the first episode where like, oh, yeah, we like they started becoming a band in 2003. That's when we met. Right. And then they released their first single in 2004. That's when we became best friends. Right. <laughs> so we've been friends for as long as McFly have been a band. Right. We've been, we've, we're on the same trajectory over here. So I am uh, a writer and a PhD student. I'm getting my, I'm getting my doctorate in Missouri right now. And Stephanie's all the way in Ohio. Boo. O-H. I-O. <laughs> you have to answer yourself. I-O. <laughs> That's all that matters about me is mostly that i just love mcfly <laughs> i don't know is there anything else that matters about me no i mean we we talk about other stuff you're a published author right you're very what's the word accomplished oh thank you you're Golly. very accomplished 
Golly. I am not a published author. I support just like a good bra. Like a good bra. Hey, man, Victoria's Secret's making a killing. So <laughs> I sound like a loser. I'm, just I'm like- a loser. <laughs> I'm a creep. What the hell am I doing? You are not a loser. I know. I'm pretty great. I will say like I am. I am not shy. To you, tell you own your own great. home. It's true. I have a mortgage. I'm an adult. Right. You work full no. time? Uh, yeah, I do. Like, I do have a job. Right. <laughs> and I've been loads of places. Like, I love to travel. Yeah, this is this is us. <laughs> this is us. This is what this we is do. This is me. The reason we start decided to start this podcast is because we've been together and our love for McFly for so many years. And we were like, I wonder... If there are other people out there besides like UK fans that also love McFly and we wanted to become part of we wanted to be inserted into the conversation of McFly and their Mick culture, which is a word we used to use a lot. <laughs> like Sam said, this is like a re-recording of the first episode. So we have met loads of people in the US who are McFly fans. Like shout out to all our fans in the US. What up? But we haven't met you yet, so welcome. Mick who has grown in the past two years, and I'm really glad to look back on that first episode and re-record it and do this with my best friend Sam. What's your name again? <laughs> it's uh Stephanie. <laughs> Hey, you seem nice. Let's do this. Let's start this episode how we start every episode. With some fast facts. Yeah. So the fast facts I have on here are this single was released March 29th, 2004. Um, It was the band's first UK number one. It spent 12 weeks in the UK singles chart. And it was nominated for Record of the Year in 2004, but it lost... And it lost to Busted's Thunderbirds slash 3 a.m. Boo. Listen, Thunderbirds Are Go is a banger. It is. Too. I like that song. <laughs> this isn't a Busted podcast. <laughs> and 3 a.m. is pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah, those are the only fast facts I know about this. <laughs> the single. We learned a lot. The silence is Stephanie reading her notes. <laughs> Okay, so um, it's been a minute since we actually recorded episode two, so I kind of like, I'm just, okay, great. What was your reaction to this song, Sam? (laughs) My reaction to this song appears to have been, oh my god, they are so young. (laughs) Like, you know, all the like head bopping and chokers and (laughs) I'm like, when did... I get so old. <laughs> like, I'm watching this Avril Lavigne lookalike climbing through a TV in low-rise jeans. And I'm like, whoo, honey, look, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to take your medicine. Great right. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. Also, like, the problem with my notes, like, back then, definitely, I, like, split them up between band members so i'm like what's going on but like nowadays like you know i just list them in order right which is right amazing i don't know why i did this oh well did you save dougie last as like a little reward for yourself um i did i did save douglas (laughs) last because what i would do is you know watch the video just like a general watch through and i do have notes with that and then i would watch each band member individually 
but like so like my overall reaction for this video was there was a really bad green screen going on right the hair i actually oh. capitalized that and underlined it the their hair, hair. <laughs> their hair looks so stiff <laughs> oh my god yeah you know that that's that that, that all of it's just so crunchy like if you you know that's true yeah and if you've been a long-time listener of this podcast, you would know it's also a performance video, which I've never really impressed with. There's a vague storytelling aspect to it. A little bit. It's just they rescue this girl from an over-demanding mother and a boring... I mean, like, tag yourself. <laughs> like, as if this wasn't your childhood dream. <laughs> McFly being on my TV? Yes. Without me having to play YouTube videos for my television? Yes. <laughs> McFly climbing through your TV and taking you away from your life? To go to England. But what's so funny about that is my sister told me when I was younger that if you reached through the television, you would get whatever you wanted that you reached for. And I believe this. And this video reminded me of that. Because I haven't I haven't thought about it in years. But yeah, I, I always tried to reach the TV to get whatever I wanted from the television. <laughs> right. Willy Wonka style. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, the, like Willy Wonka like reaches in, pulls out a candy bar. Yeah, like that. I mean, if only I could just like reach through and be like, and now I have McFly, thank you. <laughs> Can you imagine how terrifying that must be for the person in the television? <laughs> yeah, it'd be horrible. Do you think they would come out like hand, like TV sized or like... TVs nowadays are like, what, like 65 inches or something crazy? Yeah, some of them are. Does this like, could you like try to reach through like a movie screen? And pull out like, and then they're like eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> What a dreamboat. That'd be more horrifying. Yeah. Would you rather have a six inch Dougie pointer in your pocket or a 15 foot tall Dougie pointer in your backyard? I don't think if they're on a movie screen that they're 15 feet tall. It depends on how close up it is. Right. Plus, I had to exaggerate the number for effect. I'm considering which one I'd rather have. I don't know, because if he was 15 feet tall, he wouldn't be able to fit into my house. That's the whole point. Right. He'd be in your backyard like Clifford the Big Red Dog. Right. And it gets, like, really snowy and stuff here. He'd get really cold. Poor baby. But six inches, I'd lose him all the time. My cats would try to play with him. <laughs> I'd lose him all the time. Maybe it's better if he stays in the TV. <laughs> <laughs> wow you heard it here first this might be the first time on record that Stephanie's like maybe you should stay on the tv about dougie pointer well it's for his safety and his comfort <laughs> i'd lose him all the time do you know where your pocket dougie is no because the cat the cats would definitely try to play with them and poor little thing wouldn't be able to get away Gene is a natural hunter. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about those little guys in like the nightmare or no, sorry. The night in the museum movies. <laughs> <laughs> like those little guys like shooting toy arrows. <laughs> I've been stiller like Owen Wilson's character. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> so now I'm just picturing Dougie as like a little version of himself <laughs> like hanging out with Owen Wilson's character. <laughs> I'm like, what's it to you, Gigantor? <laughs> I'd have so many issues. I'd be in love with a six-inch man. Like, <laughs> no, you mean you couldn't even kiss no. him because you'd accidentally swallow <laughs> him? 
And if he was 15 feet tall, I would never be able to kiss him because he'd squish me. Right. That would be a little bit easier, right? Like you could kiss like a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Kiss you back. Right? Like. Like, Dougie could kiss you. Also, like, if we're going to be real about it, I couldn't have sex with them. Either way, six inches, like, as a person, can you imagine how small his dick is? And, like, <laughs> yeah, six inch man. feet tall, can you imagine how big his dick is? <laughs> he would have a giant dick, and I'm pretty sure that would give him loads of, uh, you know, self-confidence, but it would destroy me. Yeah, you, can, you can't fit, like, a human-sized dick in your vagina. <laughs> yes i can i just can't fit a huge ass human sized dick no i mean like a dick the size of a human <laughs> wow this episode is way filthier than it was two years ago two years ago we were not talking about this we got comfortable uh, yeah. On the internet, yeah. I don't. I don't mean that. Yeah, I mean like I can fit human penises inside me. Do not. But you worry. cannot fit a dick the size of a human inside no, of you. A six I cannot. Foot long. <laughs> right. I, I can't. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Words are hard. You know what? Speaking of words being really hard, I think I have been mishearing these lyrics. <laughs> Let's take Which it all ones? the way back to 2020 when we first <laughs> recorded these episodes. And how uh, this is the first example, I think, of all of the, the misheard lyrics. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I saw, like, the the circle of death in your head. Like, This isn't one of those times where I've, like, really misheard them, except for I always thought that I'd like to boner because she puts me in the mood was like the ode like the version but i guess bone is the u.s version for <laughs> virgin. Uh, i'd like to boner because she's a u.s virgin right. <laughs> no, sorry my fire a few years too late <laughs> what am i trying to say i'm trying to say <laughs> i'm trying to say that there's two lyrics, right? There's like, I'd like to phone her because she puts me in the mood, and I'd like uh-huh. to bone her because she puts me in the mood. Like, whatever, whenever I hear the song, I, th- I swear they always say bone. And so I was like shocked to like listen to this YouTube video and hear phone. And I tried to like Google it and figure it out. And as far as I can tell, I think bone is the like US version, and phone yeah. is the like OG UK version, which is like shocking to me because I would have sworn that it would be backwards. Right. Because even though we did just spend several minutes talking about tiny dicks and giant dicks, um, <laughs> Americans are pretty prudish, <laughs> like, as a stereotype and as a culture. So yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that bone is the, the version that exists in the U.S. Maybe they just wanted us to, like, clutch our pearls when they yeah. come over here. Like, oh, my God. They're like, bone? mothers, hide your daughters. <laughs> Daughters, hide your mothers. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in Brooklyn Nine Nine when, um, if you've seen this show, you'll know which scene I'm talking about. But there is a character, Rosa, and their uh, police captain Holt, and like Holt's been like super grumpy and like all this stuff. And Rosa is like, "Sir, you and your husband just need to bone it out, right?" And he's like bone and like he like there's like a several minute scene where he's like just around the police station like bone like, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> so good. 
and that's what and that's what it that reminds me of. <laughs> like you what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is slightly off topic, but the war the one like the euphemism for sex that I hate the most, like bone isn't even that bad, right. is bumping uglies. Oh my god. I hate that one. <laughs> Watch me now I'm gonna say it totally unironically. <laughs> Really, I want to bump uglies. Like, oh, who am I? Ew. <laughs> like the other person would be like, yeah, maybe, kind of, and I'd be like, no, ah, I'm disgusting. And, like, right away. <laughs> Why does it bother you so much? I don't know. I just think it's like tactless. Like, like oh yeah, uh, me and you've been bumping uglies for three years now. Like, I don't know. Like, ew. Like, don't judge me. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know if I know what the worst euphemism for sex is. There's not one that just, like, really makes you be like, never touch me. I forgot every euphemism for sex. <laughs> I know, me too, actually. <laughs> it was like, well, I was like, let's just start listing them. And I was like, what has this podcast become? <laughs> if this is somebody listening to the first episode for the first time, they're going to be like, I'm not listening to the rest of these episodes. These people are filthy. I think I don't like making whoopee. That's it's just it's weird. Sounds like you're farting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> like I don't even think I would know that that was sex. <laughs> if somebody was like, "Yeah, I've been making whoopee all afternoon," I'd be like, "Was it something you ate?" <laughs> I think making whoopies mine. I'd be like, what are you, five? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Anyway. Let's talk about this music video. Let's talk about McFly. <laughs> that's why we're here. We we have have we even said McFly's name yet? Hi, this is McFly. Uh there's Tom, Danny, Dougie, and Harry. But careful you don't get Danny and Dougie confused. Like this music video did. Yeah. What well, what was what was the point of that? What was going on? There. I don't know. Like I'm like the whole Brady Bunch intro in general is just like kind of silly. And like what you know, like what is this doing? Why we started this podcast before they started releasing those videos of like the making of. I think is what they're calling oh, it. Yeah, right. where like they're talk they talk about like their biggest singles, and they do have an episode of Five Colors, obviously. But I haven't watched that since it came out, which is fine, I guess, for what we're doing this for. But I feel like they mention it in that video the question that was like running through my mind like if we stop like making like talking about sex euphemisms and i like put on like critical brain for a second okay it's like this is their first ever like introduction to the public as a music mm-hmm. video right i mean like yeah. they've you know they've been on radios and you know magazines and stuff but like you're like this is this is introducing mcfly this is their debut right. music video and so i was just like thinking about like what does this music video like what is this video teaching us about this like brand new band? If you'll go with me on this journey back to 2004. Right. <laughs> um, seen that new music video from a new band McFly? Like, oh, no, I haven't. Oh, you should check it out. And then you go home and you get on the internet and your, your parents' desktop AOL dial up and like, <laughs> and you're watching. It. And so it's like, and I'm like, what, like, what about this? What is, what is this music video teaching you? I think it's, it's, so the name change could just be like poking fun at themselves like hey we're goofy we're we're silly teen boys and we're here to have fun and party mm. it's also like showing like definitely like the influences they have like their music the musical influences they have 
Like, it's very Beach Boys, Beatles vibe, right? Yeah. And, and that's what they're trying to get across with this video. I don't understand the colors. Well, it's called Five Colors. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, a very bright music video. And I think maybe that has to do with the title of Five Colors. Or it's d- just, like, a contrast between, like, they're very bright and, like, happy-go-lucky. And then, like, this girl is in this drab, gray household, right? That doesn't right. really understand her. You're like, don't get it, mom. I think this music video is just, like, introducing this new band. Like, here are our musical influences. Like, this is, like, the kind of album that we're going to put out. Here we are. Splash. Splash. Oh, I like that. I like splash, right? Because like, the sense of, like, they're, like, a splash of color in a black and white world, right. like, literally in this video. But I like that. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I do think you're onto something with, like, the Beach Boys meets the Beatles. Especially, right? Like, they're starting off, they're, like, driving a car with, like, the Union Jack on it. Right. Right. And, like... We're very they, British. Right. And they yeah. do the Beatles walk. So it does, it does seem like they're, like, we're Britain's new hot thing. Four young lads. The last time you saw four young lads doing it Britain style, right? Like <laughs> it was the Beatles, and so we're pulling that out. And like, and you know, and I also think about. I think the first time that we recorded this episode was like just before or just after I'd heard like surf rock as like a term before, like right. And so now it feels like less of a like whoa surf rock is what they are, but like. I wouldn't call them surf rock now. I wouldn't even call them surf rock for most of their career. But, like, that's how they enter the scene. Splash, right? Like, <laughs> like you know, they're like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, right? Like, if that song isn't about being on a beach, like, I don't know right. what it is. Right. right. So they did have this sort of, like, California. Right. The That's definitely, like, the Beach Boy influence, yeah. right? Like, they start the video walking across this bad green screen with a freaking surfboard. Oh, right? my God. I forgot that they have surfboards. Yeah, they have, like, that one surfboard that they're all sharing. <laughs> right, because they definitely, totally know how to surf. They probably do now. Well, yeah, they, <laughs> I think they learned in Radioactive, right, during, uh, when they were in Australia. Yeah. But that was years before this, yeah. They're just a bunch of, like, loser boys, but they're they're playing to a type here, right? They're, like, we're the surfer boys, right? Like, you know, they got the surfer bass on this album. Right. Our hair sticks up and doesn't fall down. Especially when we're in the water, you right. know, crashing waves, it right. stays up. Unless we're Danny, in which case it flats over my eyes, always. <laughs> right? Like, Do you think his hair ever stabbed him in the eyeball? I bet it did. Like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, when he's like singing, I'm like, where are you? Like, how can you even see? <laughs> his hair reminded me a lot of um, ex- it's not this exact style, and of course I've been watching like the Scream movies because Scream Five came out. Billy Loomis, have you ever seen Scream? Well, there's a character Billy Loomis in it, and he has this hair. It's very '90s hair, and like his bang, like you see his forehead, right? But his bang like comes to like the side of him, and like also in his little eyeballs, and like that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> I'm like, how can you see? Like, what's going on? But like. No room to talk, because if you look at my old MySpace, which I don't have anymore, don't try looking for it. My old MySpace photos, there definitely are pictures of me with, like, one eyeball covered. With oh, yeah. Like, uh, like the older sister in the wild berries. Yeah. So I can't even, like, say anything. But my hair was long enough that it wasn't stabbing me in the eyes. But it I definitely had... It just covered my eyes. But then again, like, how could you see... <laughs> How could you see little Stephanie? I don't understand. Iron down hair under Danny's Danny's notes. Oh 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 oh! <laughs> I forgot. He's wearing two 
shirts. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's wearing two short sleeve shirts. <laughs> but why? <laughs> and like, okay, some of the very questionable and funny fashion choices in this music video is simply because it's like 2004, right? Like, right. like Harry's like shell neck, like shell choker, right? It's just like it's hilarious now, but it was the fashion back then. Like their uh-huh. hair looks silly now, but it was so cool. It was very right attractive. in two thousand and four. Right, like we were all like, like it. <laughs> right. When was wearing two t shirts ever cool? I remember, like this is different though. This isn't two short sleeves, right? Like you would wear that long sleeve shirt and the short sleeve shirt. Oh yeah, right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I wore that the other day at my second job because it's really cold. <laughs> I don't know why it was cool to wear two short sleeve shirts. I mean, a lot of girls back in the early alts would wear like camis all the time. Right. Yeah, you'd wear a cami, and I did that too. Even like, I think you wear a cami under your shirt, but then your shirt, your cami, go down longer than your shirt. I never wore camis. That's still not the same as what Danny's doing right now. No, I bet his mom hated the fact he wore things like that. Like, can you imagine the laundry? Imagine the laundry. <laughs> like instead of wearing five shirts a week, you're wearing ten shirts a week. <laughs> be like, you only have one body, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just like really sweaty. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you know, like you know, he's wearing a shirt over his other shirt, so you don't see how sweaty the undershirt is. <laughs> All right, Danny, confess. Do you sweat more than average? I think I think he sweats a lot. I think he sweats a lot. Like if you fast forward to like any concert videos in like 2008, basically, that boy is so sweaty. Yeah, I mean he's working so hard. He's even sweaty now. I remember him being sweaty during the Young Dumb Thrills tour that we were yeah, totally at. He was. <laughs> we were totally. <laughs> he sweats a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's working hard. He's up there in the front under yeah. all those lights. You know, he's uh, he's working hard. I don't blame him. And they're like, we don't want to embarrass you, so wear two shirts. But it's embarrassing because I noticed. It's embarrassing because <laughs> you're wearing two shirts. <laughs> Even more embarrassing than the sweat. <laughs> Since we're talking about fashion, should we uh, talk about anybody else's fashion? I think I wrote some stuff. All I wrote for Tom's fashion is. A t-shirt, super 2000s. Also, they were sur- they were carrying that surfboard in jeans, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of fashion, uh, this is the first video where we see Dougie with a backwards hat. It's the first video where you see Dougie at all. <sighs> I know. But the backwards hat, really, he really shines. He's <laughs> really doing it for you. I also wrote his butt with a little heart next to it. How could you even see his butt? I know his shorts are Close, way too big. Yeah, but I think I think you can see his butt when he's stuffing that dad in the box for some reason. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts. Not when, <laughs> when he's stuffing, su- <laughs> not when he's stuffing his dad in the box, but just in general when like McFly just like shows up to like rescue this grumpy teenager from her house, right? Like we talked <laughs> about, like oh, would you pull him through the TV and like what a dream? But like also we just talked about the fact that like Harry shows up at the door with flowers and Danny's like let's kick the ball and like you know and I'm just like and like Tom's coming to the rescue I will never be truly okay with my life until McFly knocks on my door 
think is probably what I'm learning about myself too. That would be a bonus. Like that would be a bonus in my life. But I, I feel like I'm truly happy without that. <laughs> now I'm questioning everything. I was like, am I happy? <laughs> you could always be happier if McFly knocked on your door and pulled you through the TV, maybe. I mean, like, I wouldn't turn it down. I wouldn't be like, ew. <laughs> You'd be like, no thanks. I'm good. I'm happy like this. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, let's go. I'm just, you know, now, now I have that Ed Sheeran song stuck in my head, the happier song. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, no matter what's happened to me in my life, there's one thing that never has, and it's McFly knocking on my door. Yes. And that's kind of a bummer. But you know what's not a bummer? I got to share a coffee with Danny Jones. So. Yeah, that was a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Except it was a bummer for me because I did it. <laughs> but I also got Dougie's guitar pick. It's true. In a true, like, topsy-turvy of fate. Right? <laughs> Dougie was like, here, would you like this guitar pick to me? And Danny was like, do you want this coffee to Stephanie? And we were like, boy, no. Like, you got this wrong. <laughs> like, twist around. This is obviously they did. Gotcha, meet them. They, 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 they did twist. <laughs> they, they picked up on us being like, um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did the, what was it, the triangle of trust? And then they did that weird little thing? This weird. is the story of how we met McFly on the Young Dumb Girls tour. Now you know it. It was the best day of our lives. It was really fun. It was, it was really great. I was actually, when I was shoveling the driveway, I thought, I was like, why didn't I ask them about Party Girl? You know? My biggest regret of meeting with is that we didn't tell them about the podcast. <sighs> I'm a little bit glad we did it because I'm horrifically embarrassed. Like, Danny, if you're listening, please don't. I know. We just talked about Dougie's big dick for about right. five minutes. <laughs> right. I'm like, if you've ever loved me, please turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> but a little bit, I'm also, I also wish we had. Emily, what are you talking about? We talk about what this music video is teaching us about the early 2000s culture and your music. And how much we appreciate what you've given us all these years later. How you changed the face of music. Great. Love that. Let's just cut everything else out. And this will be the first episode. So if they do listen to it, they'll be like, oh, cool. And then they'll listen to the second episode where we freak out about how cute they all are. <laughs> Well, <laughs> win some, you lose some. But I don't think that's true in this video because they don't lose the girls. She just joins their dance party. She does join their dance party. Like, things, going, things are going great for them, right? Except, like, in the song, this bugs me a little, actually. I'm glad you brought okay. this up. Because in the music video, they don't lose the girl. In the song, they do. And it, like, bugs me that it doesn't match, right? Like, that girl, when they're like, three days later, you know, like, she shows back up again, and she was Wait, with some other guy. That's, that's that girl. That's yeah, not I know. Colors. Right, oh. I'm saying, in that girl, oh. the music video. <laughs> I did not hear that. Oh, sorry, no, that's how I began that sentence. <laughs> right. I was like, that's not the song. <laughs> when, like, the music video matches the song story, right? Like, mm -hmm. when, when Tom and Seth is singing those lines, right. right? That girl shows up with some other guy at the gas station where they're all, like, right. chilling. But, like, here, it's like, she went insane and like shaped five colors off and like all of that stuff is happening and like in the actual music video when tom's singing singing all that like she shaved five colors off right the girl in the back still has all of her hair 
and all five colors in it, and and she's just like, like head bopping. This is a lie. (laughs) I mean, it's their first video. You can't really have something like bad happen in your first video. I don't think. But you can have something bad happen in your first song, right? Because yeah, it's their first video, but this is also the first single. No one's listening to the song when they're watching a video. Everyone's listening to the song. <laughs> That's literally the point of the music video. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like she just doesn't shave five colors off. So why would you say that she did? Right. You know. How's we went. Well, you know, we went a long time without mentioning this. Tom may be a liar, but he has great eyebrows. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> this is the the moment, right? So we're looking back two years, hence, <laughs> or two two years the opposite of hence, I guess. Hence the <laughs> but yes, when we first recorded this episode, it was the first moment that we were like, what? is going on with Tom's <laughs> eyebrows. They're perfect. They are a work of art. So we mm-hmm. wouldn't be lying if we say we talk about art because those eyebrows are magnificent. They're really good. I love those eyebrows. Like, they are good. They are polished. They are perfect. And he knows how to use them super well. Like, he doesn't just, like, let them sit there. Like, they're their own character. Right. Like, they're the main character of probably Tom's face. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They are the protagonist of Tom's face. Yeah. I'm obsessed with them. I literally, like, in my notes, I wrote, the eyebrows! Exclamation point. Underline. Right, I did, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with them. Oh. Uh, uh, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet. So, like, this is the end of the video. And, you know, well, the end of the song, too. I like he doesn't do this anymore and it upsets me. When Danny says, Did you hear my voice at the end of Five Colors? Oh yeah, so cute. So cute. So iconic. And it upsets me that he doesn't do that anymore. But also, like, I understand he probably forgets. Or is like, why would I do that? <laughs> like in like live performances and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, I guess he didn't at the tour, did he? No. I wanna feel like I feel like I thought he did, but maybe that was just like once. Projected it. Maybe I just wanted to hear it so bad that I just like projected. And your your brain was like, "Did you hear my voice?" And Danny was just like, "Have a good night." Like, <laughs> right. And I was like, "I did hear your voice." Yeah. It is. It is so cute. And just like something that the producers left in because they thought it was funny and charming when they recorded right. the song. But like to me, it's as much a part of the song now as the like lyrics themselves. Right. So right. You're right. Like for Danny to get up there and sing the song, but then not be like, "Did you hear my voice?" Then he didn't even finish. Yeah. Like, yeah, it feels like part of the song. I love it. I sing. I I sing that as well as the lyrics of the song. Me too. Yeah. Did you hear my voice? Did you hear my voice? So cute. They, they are. They are so cute. You know, we're ragging on them a lot for their dumb hair and their dumb clothes. But in two thousand and four, it wasn't dumb. It was cool. It was cute. 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 K E W L. Oh God, I hate. It. I hate it. <laughs> I just, I, as much as we're teasing them, because it's so funny and fun, and they look ridiculous now, but, you know, this was a big deal, and I also, you know, I was talking out of my ass a minute ago, and I was like, can we talk about how the music changed 10 of our culture? I'm like, no, we really don't, like, we'll talk about 
you know, like Dougie's butt and Tom's eyebrows for like 35 minutes. And then maybe for five minutes, I'll be like, okay, but seriously, this is like culturally important. But like, seriously, this is culturally important, right? Like they, they changed pop music like forever. And I think that's a bold statement to say right here in this one video, because this one video didn't do it. But I think you could like trace over the course, like one of the things I think we do on our podcast is like trace it over the course of all these years and like notice all of the ways that they're like breaking conventions or like sort of like defying labels and like hard to put pin in and put together. And this is that first moment, right? But they're like, they're like, like they're getting compared to Busted because Busted is the closest contemporary band doing what they're doing. Right. So it makes sense that they were like, you know, always put together uh, in this time when they were both like around. But before that, there wasn't a lot like to 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 re, like to compare McFly to something other than Busted in two thousand and four. You had to like reach pretty far back, right? Like you're reaching for the Beach Boys and the Beatles, which is like '60s stuff, and like maybe you're reaching for Blink One Eighty Two, but that's still like '90s stuff, right? right. I mean, '90s wasn't that far away when it was two thousand and four, but like. I really feel like they were the first sort of like pop band that was like, yeah, we're pop, rock, surf, you know, just <laughs> listen, just sit down, <laughs> right? You know, like, and I you run into this all the time too. Like, as an American, it's so hard to define McFly. Like, if you're right. in the UK, you're just like, this is what McFly is, and everyone's like, yeah, we've heard of McFly in the UK, but like, no one in the US has heard of it, and like, it's so hard to try to like tell people what McFly is like. Oh yeah, like that guy I bashed with on Bumble the other day. And I was like, have you ever heard of McFly? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, he's like, what music do they play? I'm like, great question. Um, I was like, I listed like all of these like bands that like influenced them. I was like, oh, they're like Blink-182, The Beatles, The Who, like all this other stuff. It's like they're combining their interests, which is great because like my brain just stopped working. (laughs) It was just like overload. Like, what is McFly? And my brain's like, uh, 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 uh. No, it's uh, so uh, hard. They're just a really good band, and you should listen to all of their albums, one through seven. Thank you. Right. This is what we call strangers. Obviously, if you're here listening to this podcast, you already know that, (laughs) and probably already have. (laughs) They're just, they're an enigma, right? Because you can't really place them in one thing. And when you try to pigeonhole them, they're like, ha. Fuck you. We're going to actually do something completely different. Right. Yeah. I'm waiting for like McFly, the country music album. <laughs> That's when they team up with Taylor Swift. Oh my god, the dream. <laughs> I need that in my life. They're like, hey Taylor, you did country, right? We need us we need help. Literally, I could be I would never need to listen to any other album ever again. <laughs> Bury me with that album. <laughs> That would be a great album. Can you imagine? Yeah, we should do. We should find some friends. You know, we don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that sounded. We we need to, like, find some friends that do, like, that could, like, play guitar, right? Oh, okay. And uh, and we should have them sing McFly songs in the style of country. Oh, my God. We should get Davis on that. Davis is perfect. I knew we had a friend that could do this. Yes. Anyway, that will be our new project. Like a good old-fashioned McHugh episode, we have to talk about the Thirsty Award. Yes! Unless there's anything else about this video that you want to contribute or say. Nope. Okay, great. The Thirsty Award! (laughs) I don't have what the contenders were in the original episode. I do. I have mine anyways. I have mine anyways. 
Okay, maybe yours will um spark my spark my idea. Right. So, but you have the winner. I do have the wiener. Okay. The wiener. Okay. So my first nomination was when and like and I even wrote down. It's like being a little freshman and you take all your notes and like seniors and we're like, anyway, you know that one time that Harry like looks at you? (laughs) Anyway, so I can tell you the exact minute and second. Two minutes, 45 seconds. Dougie, Danny, and Tom are all sharing a mic and then Tom looks into the camera and does this eyebrow wiggle. Those eyebrows, wow. Yep. (laughs) That was my first nomination. Okay. Just kidding. That was my only nomination. Uh, I think I gave I gave an honorable shout out to Danny and his microphone, right? Which okay. is important. Right. I'm glad I'm bringing this up. We should take a minute because this is something that we later tracked, and by we I mostly mean we tracked throughout music videos for the next 20 years of their career. But this is the first time that he's doing that thing where he like get, he sort of like gets underneath the mic and then like goes all the way around it, like when he sings and uh, and he has this way of like looking at the camera like it's actually a person. And, like, sometimes I really feel like he can, like, really see me like, through this camera. Like, it is intense. So, spoiler alert, you will hear about that again in future episodes. Like, he, he's starting to do that here, right? He really perfects it later, but he's starting to do that thing where he, like, looks at the camera here. It's like a smolder from Flynn Rider <laughs> Tangled, like, you know, but it doesn't have those eyebrows that Tom has. It's true. Actually, I think one of my contenders was Harry twirling a drumstick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty yeah. And I can't tell you the minute or the time stamp because I didn't do that. I was not a good freshman in college. But yeah, him twirling a, a stick. And I think, I forget our dis- discussion on um, how we decided this, but do you want to know who the winner is? It was Tom's eyebrows. It's Tom's Eyebrows, our first Thirsty Award. Our first Thirsty Award went to not even a whole person, just the eyebrows. Just the main character of Tom's face. Yeah. Well, I think we had a discussion, because it just, I think, because it just triggered when you were like, Harry Trilling is what drumstick. I said, oh yeah, sexy. But then I was like, in my head, I said, sexy, but not thirsty. And I think Mm -hmm. we had this like conversation, right? Because like, that's why like, Tom's Eyebrows is really my only true thirsty nomination. Because Tom looks at the camera and, like, wiggles his eyebrows and, like, bro looks thirsty, right? Well, actually, like, fun fact is, like, when we first started the Thirsty Award, we didn't have, like, defined terms of, like, what does thirsty mean? Right. Right? So, like, we uh, we awarded this award to Tom's eyebrows because we were thirsting after Tom's eyebrows. Later on, we decided that, like, no, it just has to be people who are thirsty in the video. Right. But I do think that Tom's doing both. We're thirsty for Tom's eyebrows, but I think his eyebrows are still the thirstiest thing in this music video because they're the ones that are like wiggling at you and like you know like yeah. being all suggestive right whereas like Danny looking at the mic makes me thirsty right but maybe it's not indicative of his thirstiness right so yeah Tom's Eyebrows won our very first thirsty award in uh, Miku history but um we also used to have secondary awards right and for the secondary award for five colors we came up with the worst hair award did you give it to Dougie? do you not yeah. know who won? The I worst hair? Tom! Tom won oh. worst hair! <laughs> oh, okay, that is my note say worst hair question mark. All of them, except Harry Hart. <laughs> I'm torn between Danny and Tom, but leaning toward Tom or Dougie. Sticky up hair is so funny. <laughs> so I literally was like, I, I literally just said all of them except for Harry. 
No, we get it with the Tom. Because we decided, like, Danny's hair is definitely, like, all 2000s. Like, oh, yeah. That, is, that was the hottest thing since the sun, right? Like, right. yeah, flat ironing your hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. What a dream boat. Um, I actually forget what Dougie's hair looked like in this video, so give me one second. I'm going to look it up real quick. It was sticking up like Tom, but more stylish. Yeah, so, like, Dougie had, like, that sticking up in the front kind of hair, but, like, so did Harry. So, like, if we were going to award it to Doug, we would have to also, like, question Harry's choices, so. Which we could never do, except no. for that one time I did. The dark moment in Maku history. <laughs> the moment I doubted Harry. So, <laughs> keep listening, find out when. Because <laughs> they did. But, yeah, no, we awarded it to Tom, because, like, Tom's hair was just, like, too short for him, and, like, he, like didn't really style it like it was not it was not a good look for him so it was a very unique episode because we awarded the highest honor of thirsty award to tom's eyebrows but also gave him the worst hair award right yes it was his highest and lowest moment yeah just kidding he gets higher and hotter stay tuned for that too (laughs) (laughs) and he gets lower stay tuned for that as well (laughs) this is solidly just the middle for tom (laughs) we we sent him higher and we bring him lower. Tom is just, you know, he's a very multifaceted person, and you know, he's on he a just, roller coaster of a journey. He is. But do you have anything else to add to this anniversary episode? I've had so much fun these last two years. <laughs> you know, like revisiting this episode, it was fun the first time to like look at five colors and think about all that McFly's gonna do. But now it's, like, even more fun to, like, look back at Five Colors and think about all that McFly's going to do and, like, all that we are going to do. Yeah. Right? You know, like, I've just had so much fun. We, I mean, we're not the youngest band in England to whatever, whatever, whatever since the Beatles. <laughs> so what they did and what we did, maybe it doesn't compare. But, man, it's just been, it's been great. Right? Yeah. So, like, who could have predicted when we recorded that first episode that we needed better recording equipment? Um, everyone who listened to the first episode. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But like, who could have predicted? You know, we're like just like chatting them away about McFly, putting it on the internet, see what happens. That we would like have a podcast and like meet all these awesome people and like make all these friends and listeners and like you know go to England and be on tour and meet up with our friends that we met because of this podcast. I don't know. It's just it's incredible. What a ride we are on to now. It's not just McFly; it's us too. Yeah, McFly are the reason we're here. And McFly are the reason we met these people. I'm just happy that we know of McFly, and I'm happy we know our friends, and I'm happy we're doing this. And we've been doing it for two years. It's wild. Take us at least two more to get through this. (laughs) (laughs) With our, you know, with our schedule, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stephanie and I are on a race to see if we can get through Young Dumb Girls before they release album seven, and we're going to lose. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? Sometimes they sit on those albums. That was a death stare. There's a death stare. That was a death stare, but it's a podcast. <laughs> Alright, is that it? Are we done with this anniversary episode? I think we are. Well, if you agree, disagree, or want to make two new friends, you can follow us on our social media accounts, which are at Miku the Podcast. If you want to follow us on our personal accounts, you can follow me, Stephanie, at Steph to do. That's Steph underscore t-o-d-o and i'm on twitter at sam underscore edmonds 122 so we'll see you next time with obviously thanks for listening bye